So, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 30 of the Anatomy Podcast, in which it is currently uh, September 13th, 7.43 p.m. for me, Central Time. And, I mean, to say the least, we got two different time zones going on here separately, other than myself. But tonight, ladies and gentlemen, as you can see in the bottom screen, we are joined once again by Alex Savigny. But I want to detail that we are also being joined by uh, the band that he plays live with, as well as just another fucking banger of a Canadian um, deathcore band. You know, just another band in that scene alongside the likes of Carcosa, Angel Maker, that all that fun type of stuff. Um, we have Planet Killer tonight. So immediately uh welcome to episode 30 it's uh it's been an awesome journey thus far getting uh 30 episodes out which is crazy to think about and for those of you who have been enjoying the podcast so far please please give me some feedback because <laughs> there hasn't really been any feedback a perfect voice for a podcast that just got us <laughs> i appreciate that i try it's it's definitely a part of the job too the irl job just like hey you know we are calling you today for a lucky up. No, Kenny, I don't do that. Um, I, I wish I did. That would be fun. But tonight yeah. on the Anatomy Podcast, like I said, we are being joined by Planet Killer. And this consists of Noah, mm-hmm. Alex, Thor, and Josh. Josh yeah. Okay, Josh. Fucking <laughs> <Okay>, Josh. <laughs> Just gotta check chat. There, there's so many names, so many names that we've had on this podcast. So many Johns, some Brian's along the way. Plenty of Alex and Al, like Alex. You know, it, it's it's a whole fucking process. But for those of you who have been at least paying attention, at least been tuning into a couple episodes up to this point, you are more than familiar with our formu- formula here on the Anatomy Podcast. The first half which basically is going to be most of the podcast. So, you know, get nice and comfy, get some popcorn, get some crack open a cold one with the boys. Um, because, you know, we're kind of doing... Yeah, there you go. There you go. Freaking Thor over here, bro. Let's go. Um, I kind of wish I had my own drink. Damn. Um, but, you know, just get nice and comfy because with the first half, the first portion of the podcast, we get to know the other, the, like all the members in Planet Killer. We know we get to know everything that there is to know about them on an almost documentary level. We are here to tell their story. We're here to write it in history on the Sean Cross channel. And then with the second half of the podcast, the second portion, we will be looking to ask all of the juiciest, just like the absolutely pulping questions that you can (laughs) ask for a band. That being, why did you name it Planet Killer? Or, for example, you know, just what the other guys do outside of the band, but that they contribute to the scene. Namely, Noah. But (laughs) with that in mind. Alex, too. Alex, too. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, the people who have been listening to the podcast, we we are more than aware of how many projects Alex is involved with, including what will be my own debuting later this year, which is super exciting to finally push forward and get that done. Hell yeah. Yeah. As we get the podcast session started for episode 30, basically, gentlemen, the entire lineup, go ahead and give the audience a quick introduction of who you are, your name, and what you do in the band. And we will continue from there. 
Let's start with you, Thor. Okay, man. <laughs> uh, I'm Thor. I'm, uh, I started Planet Killer with uh, a couple other members uh, probably three, four years ago. I'm just the vocalist. Cool. <laughs> yes, I'm Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Josh. I play the drums in Planet Killer. Thanks. Josh also plays guitar. He's really good at it. Oh, Oh, sick. There you go. Multi-instrumentalist there. And then obviously we got Noah here, who is the bassist. And uh, he does quite a few other things, including Screams Media. He Mm -hmm. is the bassist for Dragon Corpse, which, good God, what a a fucking man to be in the room with. (laughs) What a fucking band to mention. Um, Like, oh, my God. So much, man. it's all about the Dragoosi. <laughs> yeah, it's all about the Dragoosi. I got it tattooed on me, too. You do? Yeah, yeah, I got Dragoosi tattooed on me. That's fucking legendary, bro. No, like, no judgment here. That's respect. Nothing but respect here. So, you know, as we kind of get more warmed up, we got Josh, Thor, Alex, and Noah here. And basically, uh, if anything, Alex, if you want to just, you know, kind of poke and prod at the audience that already knows about you, be like, this is who the fuck I am. Like, give us give us a pretty good summary of who you are um, and how you know you got into music. What maybe any details that you think you made of you might have left out in previous episodes, and then uh, we'll kind of continue from there. There, I feel like by now, um, podcast listeners to the Anatomy Podcast should know who I am at this point. But yeah, I'm a multi instrumentalist producer, working with bands like Planet Killer, Divine Destruction. Uh, Litter Box Massacre, mm-hmm. um, always looking for new people to collaborate with and write music with. So, yeah, as far as things I haven't mentioned before, uh, I don't really know. I, I do like video games too. I probably never mentioned that before, but yeah, put that out there. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, man. I mean, video games are you into like, uh, are you into MMORPGs? Are you into F- FPS titles? Like, what are we talking about here? Yeah, definitely FPS and RPG. Like, I love the Fallout games. I know, Sean, you and I have talked about them a little bit. Oh, yeah. Stuff like Half-Life, Grand Theft Auto, all that good stuff. Dark Souls. Dark Souls, that's, yeah, that one too. (laughs) Dark Souls, yeah, I still have yet to kind of dig into that genre and give it enough time. Like, I'm definitely a a whore for Fallout. Um, I've been a COD simp. Uh, since about 2013 2014 and it just hasn't stopped no matter how shitty the games get um <laughs> and then the moment that destiny dawned upon uh the gaming community i have just been simping for that as well i i am a simp for uh for shooters shooters with pretty graphics and c- sometimes that's all you need but that's awesome and absolutely sometime in the near future man if you want to stream if you want to jump into any of these titles let's fucking do it bro i mean i know you're pretty you're heavily hella fucking preoccupied with all of your incredible projects including and now i'm limited to litter box massacre divine destruction slaughter the false prophet um fucking the white bear project like the list goes on man there even your own shit you have your own solo project that you released for recently um for those of you who are not familiar it's a uh, 5 p.m. morning and it's actually pretty good gives me hella yeah hella gutter love vibes um Hmm. just very very casual acoustic stuff and i mean very just relaxed vibe and sometimes when you're working on metal 
I'm sure you need the balance. And that's kind of where this came in, I would imagine. And that's all you could ever ask for is that you are able to witness and hear the variety in a multi-instrumentalist like Alex Savinian. But as we go ahead and stop, you know, just oh, no, 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 no. even though like I would do that all day if we could. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So if anything, I'll go ahead and take the reins and have Noah introduce yourself. Basically tell us what you do for Planet Killer um how you got into music man how you got into becoming a bassist and deciding you know what i think i have time for about four or five projects and a normal <laughs> and a normal day job you know all yeah. that shit like that was crazier than me with that to be honest yeah. like seriously <laughs> tell us your story man let's let's hear this um well i got into bass because uh i i grew up listening to like black sabbath and shit so okay. like uh i was just like yeah i want to be like geezer butler uh, and then it kind of just like transformed from that. So I got my first bass when I was about like 10 years old. Uh, the first genre of music I actually started playing was jazz music. Um, oh, yeah. So I got into that, got into like, you know, the funky kind of slap poppy kind of stuff. Um, from there, got into metal. Uh, I was in my first band that was like a hardcore band in high school. Um, and then I was in a band for a really long time called Possess the Asylum, you know, did the whole tour thing and right. whatever uh that band ended up breaking up right after we played with suicide silence um oh, and then from there i took about a four-year hiatus from music um i didn't i didn't really want to do it uh and then all of a sudden i got approached for a band called wither within i uh, did that for a little bit alex actually mixed our first single that's how well that's not how i met alex i met alex through letterbox massacre Oh, but, but uh, so Alex mixed that band, and then from there, uh, you know, we were just talking one day, and he's like, Hey, I need a bass player. Do you want to travel out to BC and play for us? I'm like, Yeah, sure. Why not, dude? No, why not? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, from there, it's just been like the past two years have just been kind of crazy for me. I went from like not really knowing anybody, and then now all of a sudden, it's like every day I'm seems to be joining something new. <laughs> <laughs> i have a bunch of projects coming up uh nothing that i can say yet and then of course dragon corpse um mm. which is like <laughs> i don't even know what we are <laughs> 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 you know it's just like a meme band that's uh you know deathcore power metal and you know i'm power having death. a lot of fun doing it so yeah freaking power death death power that's yeah like <laughs> good god dragon corpse is definitely a band that I want to have here on the podcast in the future. And by all means, I would love to have you return for that um, episode <laughs> for sure. once that fucking happens. Yeah. And speaking on behalf of that band, man, like fucking who would have thought that there would basically be <laughs> what, what is it? Like, I forgot the band. Um, damn dragon force. Like I, I would not be surprised if that's kind of like where the name came from, except they're like, you know what? Dragon force wait a minute dragon corpse and just like it's <laughs> like fucking just well, the, fucking negative bro the way that chris looked at it because chris came up with the name was uh he's like what's the most popular power metal band right now okay dragon force what's the most popular death metal band ever cannibal, cannibal corpse. corpse so <laughs> he was just like yeah let's just call it dragon corpse and it was like okay it's cringy let's go with it <laughs> <laughs> let's go with it that's funny that's great. And then from there, we uh, 
the the first uh, members were well chris commented on uh, one of marty's videos and was just like hey like do you want to make a band and then you know marty's just like yeah maybe one day and then he recruited me made a band chat and then we got justin and dalen and yeah i guess the rest is history there there you go and by all means we will definitely be preserving the the fine details for the dragon corpse <laughs> lore um for that separate episode but yeah. kind of like looking back on your your background um just going from kind of more casual jazz yeah. to death metal and you said uh, at the age of like 10 or something you got into a hardcore project no, no, I, at 10 years old, I got my first bass. When right. I was in high school, I joined a hardcore project. Right, high school. And that I was makes actually a lot doing vocals sense. for that. Oh, lit. Yeah. Okay, fun. Yeah, I can... It, it's kind of funny to imagine these days, though. People, uh, there, there are artists like Harper out there in the scene yeah. who um, uh, decided to plug Spearbox when she went on American Idol and she was only 10. So I'm like, oh, yeah, shit, that, that makes absolute sense. Yeah. But, okay, cool. Glad we're getting that corrected. Um <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah seriously man making moves in the scene for us just a little person too like really proud of her though and it's it's super cool to see those move those moves being made for modern counterculture but as we kind of continue forward um plenty of background that noah has been filling us on in or filling us in on so far i think I, <laughs> yeah there we go i'm saying that right now um and uh yeah, I mean, you said you originally was you were working. Um, you knew Alex through another project. Yeah, Litterbox I Massacre. Did. Right. So Litterbox I was Massacre. like a huge fan of that. I was messaging uh, Alex Ives, and then from there, messaged our beautiful Alex here. Yes. And then, uh, you know, just went on with that. And uh, yeah, one day he came up to me and he was just like, "Hey, do you want to join uh, join Planet Killer?" And I'm like. Well, I'm a fan of that band too. So yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll join that. No problem, dude. And now there these guys go. are like some of my best friends now. So yeah, that's the best thing ever. I'm like, you it's, know. It's, yeah. I love you too, man. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, man. And if anything, I wanted to go ahead and real quickly pluck five different records and or artists off of you in general. From just like your entire freaking musical lineage, your lore. And okay. let's go ahead and just pick off five different records or just five different artists. If it's harder to mm. choose a specific album that kind of helped you get to the point that you are now as a musician. Okay. Um, so the first one would definitely be Black Sabbath, Master of Reality. That's okay. what actually really got me into music. Uh, second would have to be Slipknot Self-Titled. That's what okay. got me into more of the extreme stuff. Uh, after that would probably be Suicide Silence, The Cleansing. Um, and then Hortopsy. I forget what the name of the album is, but it's their first full-length album. And then after that is actually uh, Cranium, just as a whole band. Because that's what really, cool. really got me into Slam. And I'm a huge Slam fan. So <laughs> There you go. Yeah, awesome. Well, thank you, Noah, for providing us a little bit of a little bit of insight into the musician that you are, and uh, we will definitely be digging into your story more <laughs> over time. As we move on, Thor, go ahead and introduce us a little bit more in depth to who you are. Obviously, you're the you're the you're the vocalist, and I can only assume the lyricist for Planet Killer. But yeah. basically, start from as early on as you're comfortable with, and basically give us a little recap 
on how you ended up becoming a musician and you ended up getting into the path that you are now currently on and going forward. Yeah, for sure. Um, basically, um, I'm pretty relatively new to metal. I didn't really listen to a whole lot growing up. Uh, like, mostly started with like Alexis on Fire and Billy Talent and Rise Against. You know, like obviously Guitar Hero was huge for for like inspiring a lot of people to get kind of in that genre, and um, that kind of happened around like grade seven uh billy talent i got to see him i got to meet him in in our uh, local venue here it was awesome i was so young i didn't know what what to do with it so i was like just couldn't say any words to him uh <laughs> except hey can you sign my shirt so it's like sign my tits yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> um from there kind of uh moved on to uh when all hope is gone released and then I kind of just listened to that over and over. And my brother made fun of me for it. And like, he's a hip hop guy, but we're, we're right. really, so it was more of just like just jesting at, at me. So yeah, um, got to a point where I started to listen to other bands because I worked at Best Buy with um, a close friend, Josh Reaver. He, uh, he is in another band called Daemonian. Um, and, and he's in Death Machine too. He's a vocalist. He is. Uh, and he got me into more heavy shit like Infinite, Infinite Annihilator, um, Suicide Silence, all, all shit all over that, um, all over that venue or uh, <laughs> genre <laughs> venue, running out. Right. That venue, that brain. Um, yeah. And from there, I kind of just like uh, started practicing because he was kind of teaching me how easy it is. And I decided to YouTube it one day and just started practicing in my car every day to work for years on end and it took probably like i don't know i've been practicing vocals for like nine years now or something like that but uh yeah. didn't start a band for the first five or so so yeah. five or six yeah damn yeah pretty legit and honestly like a lot of people even me during the beginning of the whole like podcasting process and getting into this documentary stuff um, and just like kind of recording the legacy of musicians, people enjoy the idea that from the very beginning, it's like almost trauma induced getting into certain musical genres and just investing just like, oh, fucking hate everything. So I want to get into metal. But sometimes, man, sometimes it's just like, huh. And like, not even that, but even more specifically later in life is when you decide to jump into the art, decide to jump into the music. Yeah. And then you have another huh moment as you turn to the right and you yeah. start doing all these vocal tutorials. You start learning how to hone the craft. You're like, okay, this is pretty easy. You keep on going down that path and yeah. you kind of get to where you are, um, which is super cool. And sometimes, yeah, that's that's not something you hear every day or at least something we haven't heard on this podcast for all the 29 episodes beforehand. It's just, you know, kind of out of nowhere, just wanting to – and, and later in your life, again, just jumping into the craft, that's super unique. And I mean, obviously, you found a home with Planet Killer, and like that's that's as solid as it gets right now, I'm sure. Oh, for um, sure. So, kind of continuing on from the point that you've you have provided us so far, which again, thank you, Thor, for providing us your story thus far. Um, I wanted to learn, and I wanted the to offer the audience the insight of like 
your experience in any projects beforehand or is plan to kill your first like what are the deets on that man uh yeah so that's pretty much it man um planet killer is it was my first uh that actually ended up recording anything uh that ended up playing anything live any anything really that you need to be act, an actual verified band basically yeah uh, i was in a band with josh a while ago uh but it didn't really go anywhere it was just kind of like a us experimenting. I had never done any vocals before. I still hadn't really gone that far in uh, practicing. Um, yeah. There's a point where I was like practicing in my car and I, I felt like I kind of hit a wall. And then I was on Twitch one day and I seen Tyler Shelton was on there and I was like, yo, I just discovered this band. Josh just showed me fucking traders. So I went on there and he had some tutorials on how to hit the tunnel throats and, and go lower and just to like to, he just hit hit all the right notes that he needed to give and uh, helped me uh, progress quite a bit. And that's when we started to get into more planet killer shit because I was, I felt more comfortable in it, but even since then um, it's only getting better. So. Yeah. That's, that's really what matters. And I mean, yeah. after all, being that you guys only got your debut full length out last year, you've had a little bit more time to hone the craft as a vocalist. And to be honest, I feel bad because Speaking for projects that I've interviewed Alex Savigny for beforehand, uh, Planet Killer is actually one of the only projects that I have not checked out much of the music for. I've heard a couple songs, but it's been way too long. So I need to refresh my impression upon Planet Killer because you all seem to be very solid people. And I mean, obviously, you guys got a following. You got at least a thousand plays on each of your tracks, 10,000 on one of them. So I'm like, okay, okay, I, I hear you. I see the numbers. Let's let's bring it in. Like first impression. But yeah. without a doubt, uh, speaking on behalf of lyricism, uh, what ended up getting you uh, into lyrical writing? Um, I kind of always just did poetry, like whether I'd be on the notes in my phone or my iPod when I was in like middle school or something, you know, like uh, just getting the shit out of my head that I needed to. Um, I feel like that's one of my only real like strong uh, art, uh, I guess like art venues that I can use to 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 write what's actually going going on in my head. Yeah. Uh, with Planet Killer, it was kind of like uh, in the beginning, it was more of like I had uh, unresolved mental issues, <laughs> if if you want to put it that way. I was just angry a lot and. Uh, I think I've grown quite a bit since then. And now it's just more of like, uh, I don't want us to have a gimmick. I don't want to be labeled. We're all like super fun, squishy guys. We're all teddy bears. Like yeah. you ask the question, we'll probably answer with a fucking joke. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's just who yes. we are. We don't want to fucking, we don't want to be the serious guys staring at the camera. Uh, and then on stage, do the same thing to you, you know, like, yeah. We're not we're not pretending to be somebody we're not we're just we're who we are exactly and that's really all that matters well i mean go ahead thor and i uh definitely want to zoom through this um the no pun intended being that we're recording on zoom i totally forgot about that um <laughs> but if anything go ahead and provide the audience five albums eps or artists in general that you would recommend that has helped you forge the path you are currently on with Planet Killer as their vocalist? 
Um, so, of course, uh, the Doom EP, uh, Job for a Cowboy, hmm. and Tumment of a Machine, especially, just uh, beautiful. What the hell? Like, <laughs> where did that even come from? Um, and uh, probably the cleansing, uh, Suicide Silence, that whole album was wicked. Um, Carnifex and uh, Parkway Drive helped me hone my vocals a lot too. Um, yeah, was that four? Yeah, four. Fifth one, probably, I would honestly probably say Slipknot, uh, just for getting me all the way in, you know? I yeah. was. I was all the, I was just I just had the tip in after it <laughs> came out and I was like yo yeah I, yeah no those are definitely different times I absolutely agree and it's it's crazy to think how much even just albums like the cleansing and bands like Drop for a Cowboy which like I hear so often in the podcast and it's like holy shit they are local to my state and I've never actually listen to them like i've heard in two men of a machine and i've heard a cover by my homie agung from mac luke uh back in episode six which is fucking crazy um he did a cover of that and i'm like what's this what's all this hype about job for a cowboy though i'm like i've never heard of them and i still have yet to hear to hear here to listen to any of their eps or albums through its entirety which i will be doing soon so everybody who's like oh, you need to listen to job for a cowboy i'm working on it okay i promise i promise but as we continue to learn bits and pieces of Planet Killer's story so far, the anatomy of Planet Killer being all of its operators, you got the organs, the bones, the heartbeat, like the freaking veins that help the blood just pump through the body. We got Josh, the sticks, the chops, the guy who whacks shit, dude. He whacks shit for Planet Killer. He is the heartbeat guaranteed. Basically, Josh, go ahead and tell... The audience and myself because you know i am present i do want to learn your story too and we're not about fu fucking frontman syndrome here so for only only for a moment fuck you thor no i'm you kidding um, just a little <laughs> on stage just a little yeah exactly but josh go ahead and um provide us a little bit about yourself storyline wise like you know th this this is your moment Tell the audience what you want them to know and what you don't want to know. Just let them, just give them a bit old fuck off and then we'll, we'll continue from there. No, uh, I got into music. I was in a really crappy pop punk band. Um, I actually started playing bass when I was in that. Right. Uh, I had a Warwick bass that was heavier than I was at the time, just all the way down. Um, and then our bandmates of uh, that band kind of showed me some heavier stuff like Whitechapel and Parkway. And I was like, okay, okay. Uh, got into heavier stuff like that, uh, a little bit of metalcore as the years went on. That was pretty much my backbone genre. I'd always listen to that. Uh, now I'm a bit more open to a lot of other stuff too, but still, again, metalcore. Um, I played guitar in a couple bands, uh, drums and more than that. And yeah, um, moved out to BC and... I was looking to play drums or at least guitar or something for a band. I got with Planet Killer and I have been loving it. Great. And I mean, it's it's crazy to think that when it comes to Planet Killer, y'all have two multi-instrumentalists, which I have a very itching question about that we, that we will ask in the second half of the podcast. By oh, all means. Guitar too, worth I'm, noting. 
<laughs> one who doesn't play any instruments. <laughs> right. I mean, hey, sometimes that kind of comes with the paper. You're like, dude, I'm just here to look pretty and to attract everybody up front. Oh, got the fuck up here. Like, you know, the front man, the hype man. It's just like that little equal bar. It is freaking, it's, it's equivalent. It's congruent. Okay. It's okay. It's okay. You're okay, Thor. We forgive you. <laughs> but go ahead and continue, Josh. And I don't know, man. Like, how did you end up like wanting to uh, freaking slap on the bass or chug on the guitar and then end up getting into drums? Like, go ahead and let us know the fine, intricate path that ended up getting you into all those various instruments. But from the very beginning, like, who told you, hey, pick up a fucking bass guitar and you're like, okay, or whatever? You know, that's that's what we want to know, bro. I actually started, I guess, the very first learning a guitar. Um, my dad had got me on for my twelfth birthday, maybe, yeah. and I was awful, you know, as you are when you start. Um, but uh, that just kind of challenged me to learn faster, I guess, and kind of like write. Um, I started making songs for friends' bands, like metalcore kind of stuff, from playing guitar as well. So I just. I don't know. Uh, in terms of bass, though, getting into that band, um, they actually just needed a bass player. They had a guitar player who was for sure better than myself at the time. Uh, and we just kind of needed to fill that spot. So I was like, yeah, I mean, you got a bass, like I'll play. It'll be fun. Um, it actually was like a ton of fun. Uh, just like a really jokey kind of pop punk band. Just fun. Um, yeah. And after showing me the heavier stuff, I was like, yeah, 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 okay. Got yeah. into high school uh that's where i started playing guitar for a band out of ontario uh dana gray very fun times um we've played with a lot of decent bands for sure as well uh there's a place in london called rum runners and it's one of my favorite venues to play for sure um and then drums uh the guitar player of the punk band i was in at the beginning uh we started like a side thing and uh he was playing guitar again but i would always just like go over early to practice and like kind of just hit on the drums and kind of see what i could do what i could come up with and yeah. i kind of got better and better at it um i would like practice like listening to songs and kind of play a video of myself and be like okay yeah i need to work on that part um but again that just challenged me to want to keep going yeah uh, and then in terms of drumming for a band I haven't been able to find bands out here where I can play guitar, so <laughs> drums, drums it is. Um, but no, it's it's been really fun. It's been really, really challenging, um, but that makes it even more fun as well. So Yeah, I mean, um, it, it definitely seems that for you when it comes to the actual challenge, that's, what, that's what's driving you, which is like very important because most people when, and this is just speaking in general, this is speaking on behalf of people that have been very close to me for years and years and years, which if you're, if you happen to listen to this, this is no disrespect for you or to you. I absolutely love you. You're, there's a reason that you're still actively in my life. Um, so just, you know, a little disclaimer for all of the homies, homies back home in Arizona and even presently with me. But, you know, sometimes when you're faced with challenge in life, no matter who you are, for most people, I see it's intimidating instead of just like, ooh, a challenge. Like, you know, not many people think that. So I commend you for utilizing the mechanic of a challenge to continue cranking the gears and Absolutely. keep the machine flowing. It, it's, yeah. it's, it's not common among 
anybody, I don't think, to just actively be like, you know what? I like a challenge. You know, that's yeah. usually something you see in the movies, not something you see in real life these days. These days, there's plenty of people who, you know, when faced with a challenge, simple as that, they're intimidated. They're like, you know what? I think uh, I think it's time to go. And I'm like, dude, you got to stay. You got to stay and forge the path. But absolutely, it's 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 dope, again, um, to know that Planet Killer has two multi-instrumentalists. And like, I can only imagine that causes like so many more gears to turn and it makes it to where the, the machine, the anatomy that is planet killer, the vessel, the being that is planet killer, it just makes the, the bones and everything work together so much more. It's like, a, you know, nothing against it, not body shaming, but it's like a, a scraggly white dude like me compared to Dwayne the Rock or something. You, you got like a lot more muscles being engaged you got a lot more areas just like boom boom like machine pop and you know it's you're able to throw punches better not that i'm uh, endorsing violence but um (laughs) (laughs) playful violence (laughs) exactly but um as we kind of continue i guess let's see what, what i think one thing to definitely pluck off of you to to pick your brain about if i may is uh, five different albums, five EPs, five singles, maybe songs that you can never become tired of, and or five artists that helped you get onto the path that you are currently on and said, like made you say, you know what, just Superman post. I want to be the chops for Planet Killer. <laughs> you may take it away. All right. Um, oof. I listen to a lot now. So uh, strictly in terms of help shape, the music uh first like heavy 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 thing i ever heard was one of uh white chapel's earlier albums um showed me a couple songs from that and i was just like yes again get into metal um my dad was in tennessee sorry (laughs) (laughs) um actually i think there's another band i would say they're from that area if i recall but uh then when I got into like listening to metalcore, uh, Memphis Mayfire was a very sick band to listen to for me. Um, their album Challenger, very, very good. Uh, I loved that kind of music. I just started writing like crazy uh, because of that uh, album, I would say. Um, what else? What else? Um, Structures, band out of Ontario. Uh, okay. I think they've ever put out a bad album or bad album. Um, so any of theirs. Uh, favorites of mine for sure and ooh. sorry it was, I didn't mean to pressure you <laughs> so many um, uh, uh, well you know what no one of ours is called Futility from Planet Killer and that song is a challenge in itself and I think I that's why I like that one so much there you go a man of challenge I like it and if anything, I did want to ask you concerning uh, the the journey you've taken to get here so far. You mentioned that beforehand you played in a pretty fun pop punk band. <laughs> you played in kind of um, metalcore bands before. Yep. So, like, if 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 you had the opportunity, because you mentioned, yeah, I, I would love to be a guitarist, but it doesn't, <laughs> be a, like, doesn't seem to be an opportunity. If, like, if there was an opportunity, like... What other music would you be participating in, do you think, at this moment, if, if the opportunity was there? If I was playing guitar, it would be something like, uh, 
I don't know what the genre would be, but a band similar would probably be like Era. Era. Like, uh, North Lane and stuff Ooh, like that. Okay. So like really atmospheric metalcore. Yes. Sick. Yeah. Well, you know what, people? I I hope a bunch of musicians are listening to this right now. Take the fucking opportunity. This kid, this dude's pretty awesome. And I haven't even heard Planet Killer. I just like the way this dude thinks. Give him another challenge, people. Give him the challenge. But with that in mind, um, that is actually a pretty good way to wrap up the first half of the podcast session. We, ladies and gentlemen, have learned quite a bit at least like a freaking sample and we'll learn about we'll we'll learn more later in time about any of these guys all these guys all at once boom bada bang but as we move into the second half of the podcast this is the 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 music side of the podcast this is like where did you get the name and all those type of questions that I'm sure you are yearning for. I know I sure as hell do with every band I interview on this podcast. But if anything, uh, right off the bat, we kind of full circle and continue just to Alex here because I wanted to ask you, compared to all of the other bands that we've hosted you on the pod- podcast and promoted beforehand, like I know that with Planet Killer, this is one of the projects, uh, if not like one of the only projects, if not the only project that you perform live with. So I was wondering, what is your different approach? How do you operate differently when it comes to Planet Killer as a multi-instrumentalist, as a sound engineer, as a musician, as an artist in general, man? Like, what makes Planet Killer differentiate from all these other projects that you've been just dotting back and forth, just like freaking ten arms at once? I don't get it, man. But, like, what's what's different with Planet Killer, man? It's definitely hugely different when you write something and you're like okay i gotta play this live later at some point and that maybe comes down to writing differently or if writing something challenging which obviously is something i'm into as well um practicing a lot to make sure it's tight to be able to play it so i guess i get a lot more immersed in the more tangible aspects of the music as opposed to just the writing and listening right There's a lot of, like obviously practicing performing you really like get into the music and it's it's much more intimate even with your own songs in this way because i you like playing a song live you experience it mm-hmm. and it's such a unique perspective as opposed to when i'm playing the engineer role and recording writing um mixing and stuff yeah like it certainly adds a whole new dimension to it. Um, I feel like there was something else I had for it, but I lost my train of thought. <laughs> you're, you're fine, man. You're fine. And the thing is, too, again, compared to all of your other projects, I am curious as well if, very similar to Chris White at A Body Snatcher, who we recently hosted on the podcast, really fun guy, um, be sure to go check out that episode, people, because what a fucking story we learned from that guy. Just all these iconic projects that he's been in. And obviously, being that he's the the owner of 70, 1776 Recordings, among other things, like Jesus Christ, that dude is on a roll constantly. And, you know, then when we got... When, yeah, for real. With Alex here, it's like, 
I have to wonder if you do like the sound engineering and all the fine tuning and mastering behind the scenes as well. Once you guys are like freaking sweaty and just like, okay, that was a good practice set. Fuck. Now we got to record this. Like, is that kind of the process with planet killer? Uh, for us, it's more like the sweating and performing comes after. So we kind of like sit down at the computer or we're in the studio and we throw ideas back and forth. Um, and kind of like try to craft the songs together. And once we have a cohesive song, then we move it to the practice, practicing where we'll rip through it, perfect it, get it all sweaty. And then I guess like the final mixing and mastering aspect would come somewhere after or in between that. Right, right. Fluid process, I would say. Like a lot of maybe we'll write the song, get it 75% mixed. And then we'll go and sit down with the song months later and finalize and tweak and yeah. get it kind of where we're looking to get it. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, I I know for sure, me before this podcast session, I would have absolutely thought that just like any other band, even though you happen to, you know, you got this whole fucking world outside of Planet Killer going on with, with what you do at Alex Devenier Audio and just with all the projects you are involved with, including mine. So like... I guess even for me, I would think that it really is just the traditional, okay, we're going to practice it. If it feels good, then we'll kind of harness it. We'll put it on paper. Rough draft is the sweating. And then we do the final draft afterwards. Then we bring it live. Huh. But like, you know, with, with this situation, it's a lot more like, oh, I quite do enjoy this song, Thor. Let's get it on paper. And let's get sweaty. <laughs> and then let's fucking master it. Genius. <laughs> like, you know, it, it, it seems, yeah, like the, the way I see it, though, a lot less sweat is involved. And sometimes people, we don't want to be dripping sweat. We love the sweat of live performance. We love the musk of being in a closed room with other people. But that doesn't mean we like being sweaty. Eventually, you want to get, you want to take a shower. You want to get nice and squeaky clean and just get the final product that is your art ready for the rest of the world. So, I mean, that's a really cool little detail to know about Planet Killer, I would argue, but that's just me. For the people who happen to listen to this, let me know what you think. But as we kind of move on and I kind of switch around the formula, which is really good for just keeping it fresh, I would say, um, I wanted to ask who came up with the name Planet Killer for this project? Would that be Thor? Oh, <laughs> uh, kind of. <laughs> I mean, like it wasn't. It wasn't as simple as coming up with a name because we kind of had. Uh, we had a name that I, w I wanted to use, or at least uh, wanted to kind of put forward to the guys. It was the unnameable because I really like um, H.P. Lovecraft short stories. He's got a story called the unnameable. It's really everything by him is really atmospheric and and deep and and kind of terrifying in that way. And I wanted yeah. to imbue that into music um and planet killer kind of just uh happened one day I, I was i was at my uh, girlfriend's house and i threw a pepsi empty pepsi bottle in the garbage and she just shouted planet killer at me and uh and then uh, that's where that's where it became <laughs> name. so i was like we do recycle for the yeah, yes, well, yes, very we no, we're, we're, we're changed people now don't worry <laughs> yeah, 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 seriously yeah, I mean, I mean, it's a good point to use at shows, too. Like, 
say stupid shit like don't recycle and people laugh and then it's like <laughs> sweet that's great I, I like that it definitely coincides with that kind of squishy vibe that you're wanting to invoke when it comes to your in-person impression because when you're like we are planet killer from toronto people are like oh my gosh they're trying to be hard like spite and they're like oh actually please recycle <laughs> and then you know <laughs> <laughs> like exactly. very very similar vibe and that's like what's really important is when it comes to a scene that be is becoming so much more intricate so much more complicated as each day passes because there's a new project or for example with with very similar to noah's situation or alex's situation they're like i am participating in 15 different projects hear me roar like you know that type of thing just like with the presence that they have in the community it's very important that we make sure that for one, it doesn't become uh, psychologically complicated, I think. Like, you know, why the fuck does this guy have so many projects? Or why is this guy in a project called Methwitch? Huh? And that's just like referencing Cameron McBride. But just like all of the, 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 the language and the way that we market our stuff is very important. Making sure that we're not too serious, uh, which is basically the whole fucking back of the book uh, summary as far as I'm concerned for like black metal and the history of black metal just yeah, we were playing churches down for fun and they did documentaries on it and shit like it's it's important to allow people to feel safe with music even though it's heavy even though the name came from you know it wasn't recycling bra like it, it's it's very important to recognize like that you know, we're, we're good people we're good people. We, if anything, we just don't like religion or something like that. At least as a thing for me, <laughs> definitely. That's definitely a thing for me. Um, but yeah, no, that's sick. And a, a tiny part of my brain. It, it's funny that that the result ended up being so close. I'm like, planet killer. Are they talking about like pollution? Like <laughs> recycling? Like what? What? I'm I'm onto something here. I promise. And then you know, Thor is just like, oh yeah, yeah. And my wife is like. Hey! so that, that that works out pretty well i would think um so yeah no that's awesome and if anything we've we've had little tidbits over the session of basically all the collective lineup of planet killer telling us a story of how they got involved with the project and how they started the project they're like oh no recycling okay there we got the name and you know they started practicing noah was like traveling out to meet these guys and just everything kind of came together the way it was. This is the path that we've been talking about the whole time, people. And now we see all these other paths converging and just one line straight forward. So I wanted to ask, and I was very, very curious on what ended up being most important with writing what is now the, the Treachery EP and the Fraudulent Album. Like just not not even like digging too deep into it because we will take some time at a different time if you want Thor to go ahead and dig into this, tell the stories of both the EP and your first uh, full length. But I wanted to know like what was most important when it came to writing. What is your discography so far? Like any anybody can add in uh, feedback for this really because it it's it's all of your story collectively. Oh yeah, this fan project. You know what I mean. Basically, it comes from, like, where we started was an idea of going from bringing hell to earth. Um, so, like, 
with the theme of me loving the HP Lovecraft uh, like imagery that I get because I'm really good at just imagining shit. I daydream all the time. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, basically just came from like wanting to bring hell to earth. And I thought of Dante's Inferno and, uh, and it was like all the circles of hell. And we're going to go all the way up top. So we start with treachery, which is the ninth circle and mm -hmm. go up from there. So we're at, we just did futility. Fraud. Or fraudulent, sorry. Uh, my bad. I'm throwing the shit around here. <laughs> um, yeah, and uh, fra uh, fraudulent is uh, circle eight. Next, we come up on violence. That's actually really cool. I like that. So basically, the discography is ascending from the very bottom of the seven circles, then. Yeah, you're right. That's cool. That's really, I like that. That is a very fine detail. And I think now I now I have to listen to this everything, shit, because um, that's actually really cool. And I mean, shit, that that basically sets you up for at least a like. Okay, so you got two releases so far. Are you planning on doing one EP or album for every cir every circle that we're jumping up? I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, while also minorly kind of like I mean, like as we're all getting better doing what we do all mm -hmm. the time. Uh, kind of going heavier or in like not necessarily a different direction but in yeah. a more modified or evolved direction more like dialed in yeah yeah for yeah, sure exactly harnessing your craft like uh vocal styles in the in the in our new stuff and mm. from from treachery to fraudulent the change in vocal style was just like night and day almost because i, yeah. I hadn't hit the point where i really grasped it all yet so yeah, um, and then also with these guys with their drum patterns and fucking <laughs> the the solo bass lick, and then a, and then Alex is <laughs> <laughs> all the time it shows everyone's just always yeah, yeah. Just bowing down to the god of podcasts here. <laughs> hey, you know what? I appreciate that. <laughs> I appreciate that. And just to say the least, it's it's funny because among other things, you know, we're learning about your discography. We're learning about your story so far and like the story that we have yet to kind of like wrap up and just freaking harness and leather. Uh, I don't even know what it's called. Hardback. Yeah, I think it's called hardback. Just the binding, the leather binding for this massive book that this massive story that you're writing based off of the divine comedy, which is so fucking crazy to think about. I'm, I'm so excited to hear the rest of this. And I did want to say, kind of looking back on my very first impression, when I first listened to you guys, this was before I knew Alex Avenia, this was before I had a YouTube channel, I remember specifically thinking that you, Thor, were two different people because of the different variations in heavy vocal spectrum. I'm like, oh, it's another Angel Maker. They have two different vocalists. Boy, was I fucking wrong, bro. And now that I'm having to dive back into this into the discography with time i am so excited to hear what you guys have written so far and what you have condensed into really what just sounds like two people um but as we kind of continue and wrap up what is episode 30 of the anatomy podcast thor i had a question for you sir would you want to dig under the skin of either treachery or fraudulent tonight that way the audience has a little bit of kind of like track by track lyrical analysis, uh, food for thought. And maybe uh, if not that, 
what can you guys collectively offer us on what is going to be happening for Planet Killer here in the near future as far as material? What is the next step? That's a two-part question. Sorry. <laughs> for sure. Um, I'll take the first part of that um, Yeah, probably treachery is something we could, I guess, dig a little bit more into accurately. because, uh, Or not treachery, sorry, fraudulent. Oh, fraudulent. fraudulent. Uh, because treachery was more of like uh, our start off. I, uh, I like... Uh, I like drugs sometimes, and I, I make songs when I'm on drugs. And, uh, <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, so it's kind of a little bit scatterbrained, but uh, but uh, fraudulent was a lot more put together, and uh, I feel like we could definitely answer more questions of, of that. Sweet. Okay. So in that case, ladies and gentlemen, um, we because I'm, I'm sure it's later for you guys. I'm sure you have other plans to attend to this evening. If not, you're just like, dude, I, I just want to be done with the podcast. I love this guy, but I'm kind of done for the night. <laughs> like, I would completely understand. <laughs> but by all means, as we dig and as we dive into another under the skin session, we check out Fraudulent, which is their most recent full length record released as of last year. This is a seven-track LP, and it has two different tracks with features on it, one being with Larry Harper, and I think it, it, it's freaking dot, 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 so I can't see it, but I'm pretty sure Bryce is on there. Yeah, uh, Bryce Shuttlebauer. There we go! Shout out to the boy, Bryce. And then we got uh, Quinn Mc, McGraw. It's not showing me the full name. Okay, it is McGraw. Sick. Um, and I'm not sure, I'm not aware of what project that he is involved in, to say the least. And I feel bad. Um, what what project is he in? He's in a band called Living Machines. Living They're, Machines. It's funny, Thor and I are actually both wearing merch from that band. Oh, shit. <laughs> I've got a much older... <laughs> oh, booty, booty. Booty <laughs> shot. Um, he's a multi-instrumentalist and vocalist. So he's like oh, me, shit. plus can do vocals, so... Oh shit! Yeah, definitely. Shout out to him, man. That's that's an, that's that's incredible. We definitely also like have. the prettiest person you've ever seen in your entire <laughs> life, too. Right? So, so this guy is just the perfect freaking musical incarnate. Yeah, you yeah. bet you, man. Okay, yeah. Well, that, well, we will definitely host him on the podcast. Eventually, I'm coming for you, Quinn. I'm coming <laughs> for you, buddy. <laughs> As we begin. Yeah, as we begin the Under the Skin session for uh, the Fraudulent album, which I love the album cover, and it's going to be the background for the thumbnail on both the Anchor Spotify uh, podcast upload as well as the YouTube upload because I just love putting cool shit in the back. And I mean, you got a Baphomet, like, sitting on top of a skull and what looks like a eight-eyed dog thing and there are tentacles everywhere. So obviously... There's some very, very slammy, Sammy friendly shit going on here, or at least visually speaking. But as we kind of dive into the, the the album itself, what would be a good back of the book summary for Fraudulent? Alex, oh, why are you looking at me, man? You're a leader. <laughs> I mean, being like the the next level up in hell, right? Yeah, basically, yeah, pretty much. Just getting more visceral. So. Um, the back of the book summary is something like, as you ascend through the levels of hell, your next step is fraudulent, where you find yourself amongst a, a, a group of basically uh, pretenders. And, and a lot of it is to do with 
like fake people, fake people and, and people who pretend to be something they're not, you know, um, ego and, and all that shit is kind of involved in that. Um, because, uh, yeah, we just find that happens quite often and we wanted to make kind of light of that. And there's like a, a subtext of like the human race and how we're like fucking up the earth. Yeah. There's definitely yeah. an aspect of that in there too. Exactly. That's important. Yeah. And if like fraudulence, man, I, if, if anything, there's a reason other intelligent life isn't publicly involved with the human population and that's yeah. conspiracy shit for sure. But Just you know, generous, man. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we're way too generous. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but if anything, as we dive into track one of fraudulent, um, commit to carnage. What do we got going on here lyrically, Mr. Thor? Uh lyrically, it's uh it's just about like killing and <laughs> killing shit, <laughs> getting violent, getting uh getting real angry at uh at the whole thing. It just starts it off with like um a vibe. I guess to to start the whole album off the right way. There you yeah. go. Yeah. yeah, sick. And uh track 2 we have the morbid blight. What is going on here lyrically? Uh it was mostly uh title driven so like the morbid blight like the um of humanity is basically like uh it's it's the it's the deadly just complete and utter just <laughs> just they lo they've lost it like, humanity's lost it so like, um really fucked up the earth yeah we're kind of irredeemable at this point and uh and it's just like the morbid blight of humanity humanity's this deadly shit that it's like a virus to the earth you know right yeah and i can definitely agree with that freaking like one out of five on yelp for the whole human race guaranteed <laughs> yeah that's true yeah. Yeah. <laughs> track three oh. we have become none what do we got going on here uh become none is uh is kind of like fuck off you know? <laughs> it's like yeah get out of here yep. uh piss up a tree fly a kite you know <laughs> uh become nothing get out of my face <laughs> that's crazy that i'm gonna start saying that from now on just become none <laughs> like yeah. That's, that's great i love that uh four we have hatred what do we got going on here uh it's a song about love <laughs> uh, just kidding man uh, irony uh, or am I? um the song's basically just uh like a whole summary of the first uh first few tracks um in it expresses hatred yeah that's <laughs> that's, that's, that's pretty simple yeah, I think this one more digs into that fraudulent vibe too mm -hmm. about like shitty fake people too. Yeah, just yeah. really like, expressing hatred for those those yeah. people. Pretty self-explanatory. That's I think that's good marketing for you, squishy fellow. But <laughs> um, track five we have Machine Gods featuring Quinn McGraw, which what a name! Ryan Carding is also in that song. Oh. Card, not Cardin, sorry. Also from Living Machines. Yeah, Ryan Card oh, okay. is also the vocalist of Living Machines. Oh, sick. Basically, uh, that song was, uh, I really wanted to make a homie track. Um, they all live in Kelowna here with us. Um, just, it was really easy to get them over one day. We just had kind of like a sesh where I had pre-written lyrics and we went through the whole thing. So 
it was more of a, I just wanted a homie track and, uh, it wasn't exactly living machines and planet killer. Like, and I'm four oh, yeah. or so machine gods. The name wasn't like um, inspired. Oh. Wasn't inspired really by that. It was more of like, uh, I, I had, uh, I saw someone use the phrase machine gods on Reddit, actually referring to kind of like the whole architecture of like social media and the yeah. power and all of that and i was like wow like we really worship these like machine gods in this society and Control it's kind of life. like yeah exactly yes we wanted to dive into that yeah and, yeah that's that's actually really cool and that definitely ties back to the fraudulence of it because people have like all these false idols now that they just they just like worship on a whim and it's just like ah it's, it's kind of easy to have gods and deities like only fans nothing against sex workers by any means but like only fans is i think another really good example because people are like oh back in the day the greeks had aphrodite now we have so and so you know just like ah five dollars for you just like woo and you know that's just a whole thing that's a whole mechanic so like it you know not not that it's again not that there's anything wrong with that at all cuz i'm i'm pretty guilty of it too um, all but, engaged in so much social media, and it's just at the so end of the day, like we just have to be, I guess, careful about how much we let it into our lives. I think. Yeah, exactly. That's really important. Real about it. That's where the fraudulence comes in. Exactly. Yeah, you gotta you gotta have that sense of control and awareness of your environment. Otherwise, the fraudulence just kind of seeps into your pores. Um, mm -hmm. Track six, we got futility, which. Josh was like, ah, I really like this track. So I'm like, I'm now super curious on what's going on here lyrically. Take it away, Thor. Okay. <laughs> uh, lyrically, it's just like, um, we're coming for you. You're fucked. Um, it's resistance is futile. I grew up watching Star Trek with my dad all the time. And I always had that kind of, I don't know why, but resistance is futile from the Borg in my head always. It's just one of those echoes from childhood, you know? Um, yeah. And I really liked it, and I thought it was a uh, a good title, so kind of just went with it. I can definitely I can definitely tell that Josh was like, "Yeah, people have been challenging me, but now I'm the challenger, motherfucker! Like I'm <laughs> I'm coming to bring in the wrath, <laughs> futility, baby." But <laughs> to wrap up the under the skin session, then for fraudulent, which is the most recent full length offering from this amazing band that we've had on the podcast for what is now episode thirty. Um, to say the least, thank you guys for deciding to jump on. We got track seven, Three Tongues featuring Larry Harper, which we still need to get you on the podcast, boy. And then also Bryce from Divine Destruction, who always has been a really cool guy. What do we got going on here lyrically to wrap up Fraudulent? Um, so Three Tongues, uh, it's a, basically about a three-tongued serpent or uh, like space had like a vision of a space, like a Cthulhu type. Yeah, kind of just like okay. a um, eldritch kind of evil that that really just consumed planets as it goes along, and that's where it brings up from hell. Um, yeah, and then the boys, Larry and Bryce, both had sick vocals. I had just gotten to know them probably a couple months previous to that, so um, I just wanted to see what they could put into it lyrically as well, and. Uh, and uh, kind of everything just like slid into place on that one. It was really nice. Sick. Yeah. And that sense of brotherhood and camaraderie that allowed you to wrap up the full length the way it did. Like that's always important. And 
I mean, fuck, I know that I plan to do that with almost every single uh, major release that I do on this very similar level to like victims from Chicago. Shout out to them. But all the features that they have on their records and their records are still standing high and mighty in the scene, but on a very humble level that they are like fucking pedestals, baby. I, yeah. I, we we over here at Sean Cross, we love victims and their whole discography. And um, we wish uh, Meredith the best of luck with her current recovery um, because she's been fighting fucking tooth and nail. Um, and uh, yeah, that's a great way to uh, wrap up the under the skin session for fraudulent. And as we prepare, I know you guys are like, OK, OK, it's, it's been quite a bit now. Um, so as we prepare to wrap up completely episode 30 of the anatomy podcast what do you boys want to say to the audience concerning future planet killer obviously every music right after their album they're like okay okay do you like it cool time to make new shit and you know you just like kind of walk away exit the room that that type of vibe it's eternal it's eternal you got to move with the music machine so i get it so what do we got going on in the future for like the next year or so um, for Planet Killer, should your audience, should your listeners be expecting anything? No pressure. <laughs> oh, uh, you should uh, uh, walk the listeners through what we got going on in October in Ontario. <clears throat> so uh, <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Uh, in October, uh, we have a little tour coming uh, here in Ontario. These boys are in Kelowna, BC. Them's motherfuckers flying out to here. Um, we're playing a tour starting on the 22nd of October, ending on the 23rd. So Newmarket, Ontario, uh, Montreal, Quebec, and then Oshawa, Ontario. We're playing with uh, Pillars of Autumn, Beguiler, and Cruel Intent. Right. So yeah. come out if you're around. Yeah, yeah. And we're also uh, in the process of, of course, ascending to the next level of hell, which is violence. Yes. Which, uh, yeah. so we're, we've started writing some material for that, laying down some stuff, and we're really excited to start sharing, well, and writing more of it first before we share, of course. Yeah. But right. We're <laughs> to uh, be embarking on that next part of our journey. Sick. Well, that being said, folks, it is currently 8.49 p.m. Central Time, but it's probably hella later. For the boys in Planet Killer, whether they be in Alex Savigny's part of town, being that it's in his camera, or even Noah's side of town, um, I have taken more than enough of you guys' time, and it is getting nice and sticky over here in Tennessee, which I'm not vibing <laughs> with right now, because um, I have the fucking window open. Good job, me. Um, but this has been episode 30 of the Anatomy Podcast. For those of you who have been following the podcast on Anchor, who have gotten us now to 27 followers out of 50, which is our current minimal um, criteria to meet to start uh, enjoying the tiny endorsement from Anchor for being like a brand ambassador. That's that's a fucking opportunity now, which is crazy to think about. I might be making money off of this podcast before I make money off of YouTube. What the fuck? Like, <laughs> but um, it, for those of you who have been following, who have decided to take the time to fucking make an account, follow us on Anchor, follow us on Spotify, um, listen, uh, check out all of our YouTube uploads, really from the bottom of my heart, thank you. Because last April, last May, I mean, shit, 
it, it started with like a couple humble bands, the homies in Warm Shepherd, the Stingy and Complex, and then To the Grave. And half of these bands really I did not expect to have on the podcast at all. And to see the feedback, to see the, the very steady growth of the audience that seems to enjoy what we do here um, on the Anatomy podcast. Thank you. And being that it is episode 30, gentlemen, I do appreciate you guys hopping on. I do appreciate you guys providing me the time that you have. And, uh, I mean, you guys got a tour coming up. You got the violence cycle, per se, that you are cooking up behind the scenes, which is, uh, I cannot wait. And I got some listening to do for sure. I got some homework to do. Um, is there anything else that any of you guys want to plug? I mean, Noah, you, you got shit out the wazoo, bro. <laughs> like, it's okay. <laughs> uh, well, if uh, people are paying attention to the uh, Dragon Corpse Facebook or Instagram, uh, all I have to say is yes. Yeah. Um, something is coming. <laughs> um, and then also I do my little stream with Screams Media. If anybody wants to check it out, I do it every Tuesday, 6 p.m. EST. And every Sunday, well, technically Monday at 12 a.m. Uh, okay. We just have a nice time. Check out local bands. Check out. I get Rick rolled all the time, so you know it's great. It's at least been once a stream. I once is true. I didn't. I didn't get Rick rolled tonight. I'm very hey, surprised. I mean, that's, that's a goal, man. That's there a goal. Bryce. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shout out to Bryce, man. Absolutely. Well, I do appreciate you, gentlemen, stopping by, telling us your story, and adding just another band. You know, chick off of the uh, the massive just lineup of various bands in in Canada in the fucking US now in Australia uh Germany like so many bands thank you to everybody who has decided to hop on the podcast and give me the fucking benefit of the doubt give me the light of day and obviously more personally to this episode thank you guys for telling your story being on here and providing me the opportunity to promote your content the best I can with only 440 subs and, you know, no Zoom that I pay monthly. <laughs> like, hopefully in the future, man. Hopefully in the future, it, this podcast will evolve from documentary to, like, actual in-person, like, hanging out with you guys in person. It's like that type of shit. That, that's what I yearn for, man. That's, that's the shit that I want to do someday. But thank you guys, again, for jumping on. And uh, you, everybody else... Be sure to uh, enjoy your night and stay tuned for episode 31 and fucking beyond, baby.